This is the Main Attraction Podcast. Now, here are your hosts, Justin Strawn and Ryan Nelson. Welcome to the Main Attraction Podcast, where we discuss the biggest television shows and movies in the entertainment industry. I am your host, Justin Strawn. Joining me each week is the other host of the show who knows when given the opportunity to poke a monster bug egg, you don't do it, Ryan Nelson. Justin, I would have never thought Durs from Workaholics would have played a good young John Goodman, but somehow it actually works. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was, I, when I first saw that character, I was very confused about who he's supposed to be, and then I realized exactly who he's supposed to be. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, this actually does work. So, uh, If you've been listening to podcasts since we started the podcast last year, thank you for continuing to listen and making us a part of your day. If you're new to the show, we hope you enjoy it as we record our 200th episode of Ooh, the Main Attraction man. Podcast. And what better way to record a huge episode like the 200th episode then discuss a show about huge, gigantic, world-destroying monsters, uh, yes. Monarch Legacy of Monsters. Uh, if you are new or a regular and would like more access to the show, visit our Patreon page and become a patron of the Main Attraction Podcast. Go to patreon.com slash the Main Attraction Podcast. You can get Patreon-only content. You can support us at a 3 5 10 or $20 level. And when you join up, we'll shout you out here on the show. If you want ad-free access to the podcast, any level of being a Patreon supporter will get you the show ad-free. doesn't matter which level you sign up for, uh, as low as the $3, as high as the $20 level, any level in between, you will get the show ad-free. You can also get bonus content, though, if you go, as, uh, go in at the $5, 10 or the $20 level. For example, we just recorded an episode for our Patreon listeners about the... Uh, we were ranked all 10 episodes of the Thanksgiving episodes on Friends. So if you, that's something that sounds interesting to you, we'd love for you to go over to Patreon and give us a follow and uh, be a supporter there. But if you can't be a patron, though, you can help the show out by rating us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You can leave us a five-star rating on both of those platforms. And if you have time, we'd love it if you wrote us a review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, if you'd like to interact with the show, we'd love for you to do so. Send us an email to mainattractionpod at gmail.com. Just go to your email, uh, hit the Pose button, send us your thoughts, your questions, your comments, your suggestions, anything you would like. Uh, you can send us to those through our email, mainattractionpod at gmail.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right. So, like I said, this is our 200th episode. Uh, you know, <laughs> how many people do you, how many shows that are, to all of our listeners, how many shows do you know out there who aren't doing this for their regular full-time job could get 200 episodes in in, in less than two years? I say not many, my friend. Not many uh, at impressive, all. Impressive. Impressive feat, boss. That's right. We, we grind for our listeners. So. Uh, that's right. 
Uh, anyway, uh, we are definitely uh, glad to be recording them. We're glad that we've made it for 200 episodes, to say the least. I know, so, man. Uh, but uh, let's go ahead and, like I said, we're talking about the show Monarch, uh, Legacy of Monsters. It is on it is on Apple TV+. Plus. Uh, let's just kind of go with the background on this, which is kind of interesting because this is taking place in the monster universe that Legendary mm -hmm. uh, did, which is also uh, part of WB, though, because... This is where I get confused yeah. because they were because uh, I've only seen two of the films. I've seen Kong, uh, Skull Island, and I've seen um, uh, Godzilla versus Kong uh, that came out in twenty twenty one. Those are the only okay. two. Those are the only two films I've so, seen. So I don't think Godzilla versus Kong is in this universe. I think no, Kong Skull Island. It is. Are mm -hmm. we sure? Yeah, because Millie Bobby Brown is in that is in uh, Godzilla versus Kong, and her character was like one of the ones that's trying to convince people that Godzilla is just kind of a misunderstood guy from misunderstood monster from the 2019 one, from what I understand. Uh, yeah, but it's, I, I don't. I'm not sure if the 2019. So, for what I understand, the tw the 2014 movie because that's yeah. they're mm -hmm. showing it here. Yeah, that's that's what. Well, of course, that movie hasn't it. You know what am I saying? We haven't got to 2019 and 2021. Yeah. Okay, never mind. They could be in the same universe. Yeah, they are. Mm -hmm. We know the 2014, and we know Kong Skull Island are. Yeah, mm -hmm. but yeah, the, but is this the prequel to the 2019 movie? Yes, that's my understanding. It's like this falls in between. Uh, it falls takes yeah, place because it's 2015. Yes, yeah, it's in 2015, so it takes place before 2019. Uh, and uh, and this is and basically Kong versus. Uh, Godzilla vs. Kong was supposed to be like the end game for, for this set of films. Uh, uh, because they even talked about a couple of times where well, they're they, making another one. Yeah, they're, they're, now they're supposed to be making another one. So uh, I don't know how all this works. Like I said, this is where I get confused about how it works because like, I didn't see, I went and saw, this is actually Kong versus uh, Godzilla or Godzilla versus Kong, I can't remember how it's listed. Uh, but that was the first film I saw back in theaters after the after they started yeah, opening yeah, theaters. Yeah, I remember, yeah. and that was, that was kind of a big deal for that at the time. Yeah, it was. They were kind of hoping this big, huge movie about about two giant monsters fighting each other would like draw people to the theater yeah, again. I, n I never saw that. I never saw the 2019. I never saw the 2014 Godzilla. I will say, I've never been a big fan of this. I liked Kong Skull Island. I yeah, saw Kong Skull Island was great. Yeah, but it was also like, it was a Vietnam movie. King Kong yeah. happened to be in it. I was like, and I was like, there's a crazy guy, a crazy Vietnam vet uh, with J J as John C. Riley. I was like, yes, please, I'm in. And so that was, you know, kind of got me to watch it. But, All right, um, so go ahead and talk a little bit more about that, because that was going to be a nice question. What is your familiarity with, the, with these movies yeah, and man, stuff? You know what? I'll, I'm going to be honest with you. I had a PTSD moment. My dad was watching the King Kong from 1976 oh, really? when I was a little kid. <laughs> and I remember, and I just, uh, I remember watching some of these, because remember... They were big on coming on. Was it TBS or USA? Like yeah. in the summer. Yeah. They, they were, so like I would. I just Godzilla to me. I thought he looks good. He looks good here. I, I, there's something about. It. I never got into him like I like I should have. Now I will say I like this. I like Kong Skull Island. Yeah. I probably will watch the other ones. I would have watched the 2014, but for some reason with all our streaming services, it's not for free. Yeah, I know. That's what's and that's what's weird about this because they used to be on Max because that was yeah. the, that was the big deal well, I, when 2021. I think, Kong, Skull, I think uh, Godzilla versus Kong is still on there. Is it still on there? Okay, uh, because that was the big deal in, in 2021. Is Godzilla versus because like. 
most of the time with the WB stuff in 2021, I just stayed home and watched it on, on HBO Max at the time yeah. uh, because I was like, yeah, it's here. <laughs> I think it's the only one still available, but besides the old movies, like, right, the, yeah. you know, Godzilla versus Mothra. But, like, I've, you know, I like those. I just, I, never, I don't know why. I've never been a big fan of them. I've never really gotten into Godzilla that much either. Uh, it's never been, like, just real big on my to-do list. But for some reason, Godzilla versus Kong looked good. And part of it, uh, I always tell people, you know, part of me enjoying that movie and wanting to go see it. So you've never seen Godzilla versus Kong? No, no, no. It's, it's I need good. to watch it's, it. It's, it's, it's really okay. good. It's it's stupid at times, don't get me wrong. But uh, it's 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 a blast to watch. It absolutely yeah. is. Uh, just a, It's a, a fun, fun, fun movie. So, uh, well, I was going to say, what got me... Well, I wanted to watch this even before we talked about doing on the podcast. And there's really two reasons. One big one. When I saw Kurt Russell was going to be right. on TV, I was like, okay, I'm at 100% in. And then when you add his son... yeah. Who, who? I, when I think this first came out, they made it look like they were going to be father and son because I, I guess people. Be, yeah. I think people didn't realize the script, and then when I saw, oh, okay, I get that. I mean, why it looks a lot like Kurt. So, yeah. you know, I am a huge, huge Kurt Russell fan. Like growing up, I can't tell you the amount of times I watched Overboard and Big Trouble in Little China as a kid. Like it was, those were two movies we watched over and over. Right. Yeah, it's uh, like I said. I, I haven't got into them that much. Uh, I, I just for, for whatever reason, I really want to see Kong versus Go- uh, Godzilla versus Kong. Like I said I don't even remember what the order of that name is. Uh, but I saw I think it's Godzilla versus. Yeah, Kong. I think it is. Uh, but I went and saw it. Uh, it's 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 like it's good fun. It's a good fun movie. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Uh, I saw uh, Kong Skull Island. It's a really good movie. I heard that the first Godzilla movie, the 2014 one, is good. I've heard the 2019 one is terrible. I've heard it's like absolute garbage. Yeah, I've heard. I've heard similar. Yeah. Uh, Well, the same thing as the casting in it, like Brian Cranston and Aaron Taylor Johnson and Millie Bobby Brown's in it as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's in the 20. They're in the 2014. Her and Kyle Chandler are the stars of the 2019. Okay, I didn't realize that they were. I thought they were in all of them. So uh, I get confused. But anyway, so basically, from my understanding, is uh, this is kind of the point of the Kong versus Godzilla movie? Uh, is these two these two giant huge monsters are just kind of like misunderstood and like they're actually trying yeah, to yeah. Pro- they're trying to actually protect the world? Uh, and my understanding is in the 2014 one, you know, everybody. Nobody understands why Godzilla attacked everyone, but he's actually protecting it from the this giant bug thing. From what I understand, the the it's a giant version of these bugs that emerge at the end of episode one. Uh, Which I was not a fan of those. Yeah, I was not a fan of those either. <laughs> I don't like bugs and giant bugs. No, let's. No. <laughs> I don't mm-hmm. even want to think about that. And so. I think that may be another reason I don't like you know this kind of stuff. Not not a fan of watching someone get eaten by a bunch of bugs. No, yeah, that's not, typically never uh, high on my to do list, but. Uh, but yeah, so like I said, uh, what are your general thoughts on this show? Um, man, I thought it was awesome. Yeah, it's, it's really good. I really, really enjoyed it, man. I thought these, I was, I didn't, I had forgotten that there were two episodes out. When right. I watched the first one, I was like, oh man, I wish there was, and that's all I was bringing up another one. I'm like, let's go. <laughs> and then you finally dropped Kurt Russell at the yeah. end. Of the, it's, and, like, and, he, and he's doing all his Kurt Russell best. Like we're getting you fired up for right. the, you know what's about to come, man. I was full in. Yeah, I was. I, I, I was expecting this to be good. I thought it was going to be good, and it, it has been very, very good. Uh, I was also, you know, kind of 
thinking it really felt like the the only real drawback i had it really felt like they were just doing a lot of world building in this uh which, were, which yeah. sometimes got a little bit slow and sometimes got a little bit hard to watch yeah uh but when kurt russell comes on at the very end of episode two and you know he makes that say about how we're just going to get out here and he cuts that uh anklet off of his ankle yeah i'm like okay we're getting ready to cook now and right i can't wait for what and we're going to do he in episode three. had like a twinkle in his eye too oh yeah he really did uh so like so that was kind of my, my take i was like yeah this is really really good uh but i can't wait till they really get into this and i was very interested to see how they were going to do this look apple's got a ton of money they they do and yeah. i don't know uh, that's how the only reason they can do some of these shows but i was wondering you know because i did see if you saw kong skull island which you both you and i have and if you've ever seen uh godzilla versus kong i mean the draw is the big huge monsters and right. that's expensive and are you going to be yeah. able to spend that much money on a television show so i was wondering like okay how are they going to do this and they do have the monsters on here but they don't this show isn't about the monsters this show is about monarch it's about the right. the, the organization the company that tracks these things that is keeping tabs on them and it's about the people involved and that's where and so mm -hmm. yeah you get monsters you get you get some occasionally but it's not if you came for like you know hour-long episodes of television that will feature monsters like 45 minutes you're probably going to be disappointed but it was also probably you probably had some misguided expectations for a television right. show to do that so. yeah that's that's uh very expensive yeah, would you? How much Kong or Godzilla do you think we're gonna get? I, I'm, I'm going. I don't know if we see Kong again. I bet we see Godzilla. I think we're just gonna be in flashbacks. I, because that's what I'm really. That's what I'm really interested in. What they're doing on this show is because that's the whole point of of the movies. Is these are these two giant monsters are just misunderstood and people don't understand them. Uh, so, you know, are we going to get a whole lot of Kong and Godzilla? Because I, I just don't know that that's going to be the case yeah. if they're going to be, you know, what are they, that's what I really still don't really know is, you know, obviously they're trying to find uh, the dad. I don't remember what the dad's name is. Uh, Rando is his last name, uh, but uh, Hero, uh, is that was his name or something like that? No, uh, it was something like... Yeah, yeah, Hiroshi. Hiroshi, yeah. yeah Hiroshi. Call, people would call him Hiro. Yeah, yeah. Hiroshi. Uh, they're trying to find Hiroshi. So, like, what's that going to? Uh, is is he alive? Yeah, is he alive? So, how is that going to work? How are the monsters going to work into all that? That's my. That's yeah. what I'm trying to figure out. So, uh, but the introduction of this thing is 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 great because mm -hmm. the very first thing we see, we see John Goodman who is filming himself, and I haven't seen Kong versus Godzilla, uh, Kong at Skull Island in, in quite a while, but like. He dies in that, doesn't he? If it, I thought he did too. Like but, I thought they know, like they actually kinda, showed him dying. I thought I think they I think that's what happened, and I think they mentioned that after his dad died seventy three. I, I think they mentioned that during this. Okay, because I wasn't that, sure like, how much he was going to be in there. He said because they mentioned that Lee and the son had a fallen out after the dad after seventy three. Okay, uh, but that's where we get our introduction. We, we get John Goodman who is filming this uh, thing to his son, uh, apologizing, you know, telling him I'm sorry, son, uh, for all the things that because his character is pretty awful in in, in Kong Skull Island. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not as awful as Samuel Jackson's is in in, right, right. in Kong Skull Island, but uh, it's still he's still got a pretty awful character uh, in this thing. So, like I said, I wasn't really sure what they were going to be doing with this character. And also, great stunt work for whoever was running for John Goodman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, can, 
tell that wasn't John Goodman, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you could absolutely tell that wasn't him. Uh, but like I said, it's a great scene because I had forgotten about the giant spider uh, that was yeah, in Kong's cool. Uh He comes bur- bursting in, and then all of a sudden that. I don't know that crab-looking thing fights each other. Like I said, so like we're getting pretty, you know, a a pretty. It goes pretty hard here to begin with, Uh, and then it kind of settles into the story. And the story, for the most part, if you want to like, if you want to get, if you if you want to criticize this, I can criticize a little bit. In the time jumping is a little bit difficult to follow at times because you're constantly going from 1959 to 2013, 2014, 2015, back to 1953. So you're going back yeah. and forth in time a lot. It can be a little bit hard to follow. Uh, it can be hard to remember exactly what storyline it is that you're supposed to be following. Uh, obviously, the main storyline is going to be the current one or the one that's supposed to be current, yeah. which would be the 2014-15 one. Uh, but that's kind of where they're setting up. So basically, Kate, who is played by what is it, the girl who plays Kate? Anna Sawa. Thank you. Uh, where is her name on IMDb? I don't see her anywhere. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, this she year. was really good. Yeah, Anna Sawa, Sawa or Sawa. We're, we're going to butcher these names, guys. We apologize. I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and put that out there. Uh, she has made her way to Japan because her father has died. We don't know who her father is when we're watching this, but she's we're getting memories and we're getting flashbacks to the Godzilla attack of the 2014 movie. And I do want to watch that at some point. I, just, I yeah. couldn't find it on. Uh, I was looking for it for free, just like you were, and I couldn't find it anywhere. Yeah. Uh, but she's getting some flashbacks to the 2014 Godzilla attack on San Francisco uh, while she's going through Japan uh, and when she gets to this apartment that she found for uh, in her father's office with keys she opens up and there's a family living there and so basically we have a split family at this point and you know kudos to this guy because there is no way on God's green earth I could have two families at one time like one the, the cost of it alone is just impossible yeah, the, the, the continent the, the, the continent jumping from, <laughs> from Japan to, to San to, Francisco Go. Yeah, man. Yeah, I, I don't know how he does it, but uh, obviously he, he did Monarch it. Monarch paid well, obviously. They obviously played, paid pretty darn well. So um, so she's trying to find out what's going on. She goes into her uh, this apartment, and you've got uh, the other family living there. Let me find their names. You've got Rin Watabe, uh, who plays Kentaro Randa, and his mother, well, that was Kyoko Kudo, because that was a Miko if I'm not mistaken, Miko is the mom. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, it's kind of hard to keep them all straight. I loved her. Yeah, she was, she was great. Uh, but they're just kind of like in shock and like in, you know, worried that this woman has lost her mind. Why is she there? And this is when they reveal to each other basically that they've, uh, they have the same, they had the same father, they have the same husband. And it's, Obviously, a bit of an issue. They don't. They aren't trusting of each other. But then we get the flashback to 1959. Uh, we get Wyatt Russell, who plays Lee Shaw. Uh, we also meet. We meet Kiko Miura, uh, played by Mari Yamamoto, and Anders Holm, who plays Bill Randa, which is the character uh, that John Goodman played in uh, Kong Skull Island. I so, didn't re- recognize him at first. But I, I, I didn't remember the name that, of the character that John Goodman played. So I was. It took me a while to figure out that's that was the same. What about you? I, I think I, I had read that okay. on, on somewhere that they were playing the same thing. I could definitely because you know they just call him Bill. Yeah, they call so him they Bill. you know they never say the full name. So I could definitely say that because also you had to think uh, Bill Randa must have drank and stayed out in the sun quite a bit. He aged quite a bit <laughs> from fifty nine <laughs> to seventy three. Yeah. Now Lee Shaw barely aged from. Uh, 59 to, to 2015 to, to 2015 yeah, no. <laughs> yeah that's the one thing I, I thought the biggest issue because kurt russell would honestly probably be at 90 something you know if you 
Yeah, I, don't know I was trying old. to figure that out. <laughs> I was trying to say, like, how old is Wyatt Russell supposed to be? Because Wyatt Russell's mid thirties. Yeah. Know? He could, like play a mid, he could play a late 20s guy. Yeah, he could play a late 20s. So, so, I mean, I guess he's supposed to be in his late 20s. Either way, Kurt Russell would be 80-something. Yeah. Kurt is early 70s. He looks damn good. Yeah, it's, he does. It's like, that, that's my biggest issue. And also, uh, Anders Holm and John Goodman, that 20 years difference would be quite a... Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's the only problem I had, like the aging of the the characters. But it's hard to do that. I mean, it, it's, it's hard to do that, and there, uh, I give him credit for for trying to to pull this off. Uh, it doesn't help that Kurt Russell just looks that damn good at seventy something. Yeah, well. that doesn't help at all. So it makes it a little bit more difficult, and uh, I'm sure White Russell will be just like his father when he gets to the oh, yeah. age as well. So, uh, but. We get them, and they are tracking this radiation in this area uh, because they're trying to track down something. We don't even know what they're trying to track down at this point. Uh, but they go to, like, I guess it's like a nuclear facility is what they were. That's what, Yeah, yeah, because that's what uh, the kid, you know, not wearing a mask was like, yeah, this, this isn't really an issue. You know, it's safe here. Yeah, he says he calls it a fantasy just to keep people. Yeah. It's done just to keep people away. Like I said, I would be really interested to know how you fake radiation. Uh, how would, yeah, how, no, how yeah. you do that? I would really, really love to know that. In 1959 as well. Yeah, exactly. So that would be something that just I would really like to have a little bit more information on about how they do that. But nevertheless, uh, so they get to this they get to this plant. Uh, so I'm just going to kind of stick with the, the previous, uh, the 1959 timeline for, for here, and then we'll go back to the, the current stuff. Um, but they get to this nuclear facility. Uh, they go down. They place all these bombs, all these uh, uh, explosives all around. They basically blow a hole in it so they can go down underneath it. And that's when they discover these eggs or these larvae or whatever you want to call them. And like I said, I don't remember what the word was that she used, but it began with an M. But I'm pretty certain from what I understand, Godzilla fought like an adult version of this these bugs in the 2014 movie. Uh, okay. And that's kind of like the... Because she says uh, it's a new breed of mofos or something like that. I can't remember. Was it Mutos? Mutos. Thank you. It was Mutos. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and like I said, I'm pretty sure that was the, the big bad of the 2014 Godzilla movie. Uh, but so they go down. Uh, Lee and... Lee and Kiko Miura, they both go down, and Miura and Randa are married, uh, which we which we learned. Uh, was there were they trying to insinuate something that might have been yes. in the past? Okay, that's what I was. Mm-hmm. I, I was like, am because I the one that? I'm already. I'm already sensing Lee is the father of that kid. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm wondering as well. If he's actually the real father of Hiroshi or whatever his name is. Yeah, because when they said that, like, uh, she made a look at Lee. And then, and then Bill immediately grabbed her hand. So right. I was like, ah, uh, there's a love triangle here. Yeah, that was my thought as well. So I'm sure they will go further into that uh, later on. But that was my first thought. When he says, yeah. uh, you know, because she says at one time you entertained the idea of having kids. And she kind of looked at him like, hey, you know, I, I, mm. we talked about that or something. And so anyway, uh, but they go down together and she wants to get these samples and obviously things start going haywire the eggs start to hatch uh bill is trying to pull kiko up uh, lee is trying to pull her away and to get her and the bugs 
eventually reach her. She, she, she comes to heavy with all the bugs on there, and she falls. We assume to her death. I can't imagine that she's yeah. going to survive that. Uh, but I mean, she had to have gotten eaten. Yeah, right? but, but see, she had to, would have had to have gotten devoured by those bugs, which is yeah, just a horrible yeah. thought. Getting eaten alive is like this. Like oh, this, I know. I know. it just makes me cringe. So I'm like, oh gosh, I can't yeah. even think about that. But uh, yeah, like I said, so when I was like that, oh, like that's got that's an awful, awful way to go. Uh, and so, like I said, and that was assumed that we that would be the last we were getting of her but when we get into episode two we'll talk about it in a little bit and we see her again uh yeah. but anyway let's go ahead and finish up kind of this uh the storyline for the first episode and the current timeline so basically they're trying to the the two children uh kate and kintaro not kintaro right Kintaro. Yeah, but I think they call it, just call him Ken because someone called him Ken at one okay point. I'm good with Ken too <laughs> uh but so Ken and Kate are sitting there trying to figure out if they're both telling the truth, if they're both correct about this, uh, they find these files in to in her office, in her in his in their dad's office. Uh, they go about trying to uh, locate some some way to crack them open. But what's also interesting is when she actually leaves the apartment, they have a warning go off uh, as a monster warning, and they all and you get the evacuation oh, thing where they're all going down to the subway. My question is like. Is that really the safest place? Because I wondered the same thing. I guess the thing that would be safe about it is you you know, a lot of what gets people killed in Godzilla and Kong is they accidentally get trampled. Yeah, that's true. They do get trampled. Or something gets knocked on them. So I guess they're hoping that where the subway is they've built it. You know, strong yeah. enough to, or well, that he doesn't emerge from that point. That was my, that would be my, my issue. Yeah, that's, <laughs> he doesn't, yeah. that he emerges through that. So, uh, yeah. like I said, it's just like I said, I don't know how you come up with. But what's also interesting is that the the missile defense systems they have throughout the entire city of Tokyo mm-hmm. uh, was really really interesting. Uh, that and was, got, and you got the conspiracy cab driver who says, you know, <laughs> I was gonna, I almost said that I was like. He, uh, he has a po- podcast, though. Maybe right. we should podcast. listen to him. Maybe we should listen. Uh, so did they introduce Barnes in episode one? I can't remember. Is Barnes Tim? The girl? No, she's the girl. that. Uh, the, the, yeah, yeah. She comes on at the very end. Because okay. that's when they take the tapes to her. Okay, so they take the tapes to her. And that's when uh, the she starts cracking him. And this is when we get the, uh, Tim, who it, is played by Joe Tippett. Joe, Joe Tippett, man. A great actor. Uh, he was in mayor of Easttown and recently seen storming the Capitol on the morning show. So, uh, oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's Reese Witherspoon's oh, brother okay. in this insane uh, plot to go. But he's a really good actor. He's uh, Mr. Uh, Sarah Bareilles. Okay. You know who she is. Yeah. Uh, That's her husband. That. Yeah. We'll get for yeah. him. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. This is also when we get uh, it's Kiersey Clemens who plays May, who's like his assistant, yeah. right? Yeah, and we saw her in something recently. What was it? Uh, I'm not sure, but the name sounds familiar. Uh, but anyway, uh, so like when they open these files, uh, it sends off a, a, a warning to Mon- to Monarch. Uh, they- oh, she's Iris West in the Flash. Oh, okay, okay, I did not realize that. Wow. Okay, oh, from the Flash movie. I was thinking the Flash show. Yeah, uh, yeah the Flash movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, different, totally different character. Yes, <laughs> at the least. Uh, but uh, so, like I said, they, it sends off these alarm bells, and they end up going uh, to Tokyo, where they're going to try to hunt down. Uh, oh, yeah, Kate and, and I was going to say. When you when you initially saw those and those people were like, "What is this?" It's like, have they not seen a VHS tape? Because I didn't see what it exactly was. Right. I was like, "Wow, isn't that shocking to see VHS?" I know. In 2015, I but of course it was. it was something even no, but it wasn't VHS. It was something differently. Yeah, it was something different. It was like, uh, pho- I mean, uh, camera roll or yeah, something. camera roll. Yeah. 
Uh, and basically, that's kind of episode one. So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so let's take a real quick break, and then we'll go on to episode two. All right, episode two. It starts off in 1953 in Kazakhstan, if I'm not mistaken, is where it was. Yep, yep. Uh, so we're in Kazakhstan. No Borat uh, cameo. No, no Borat cameo in this. But uh, uh, 1953, this is Lee Shaw. Uh, I'm showing 52. Uh, well, 52, 53, whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah. Somewhere around there. And uh, this is Lee Shaw, who has obviously been in a fight with some of his fellow officers. He's got a big black eye. He's talking to some other guy who's his commanding officer who's obviously he's just supposed to be a prick <laughs> and that was the guy the sheriff on peacemaker that was like crazy oh was it really yeah okay i did not recognize him i i, I did not recognize him well so i'm glad you noticed that because i sure didn't notice uh but so he sends him off and basically he is going to be on protective detail for uh for dr kiko mura who plays like i said earlier played by mari yamamoto uh, this is how they meet for the first time uh they end up going uh he he arrives in what was it was it where was uh the rest of this taking place i can't remember uh philippines, philippines yeah. yeah so he arrives on the philippines and he's looking for a doctor and obviously he's looking for a man and he keeps saying all these things putting his foot in his mouth <laughs> like he doesn't just seem to understand you're talking to the doctor that you're supposed yeah, to be protecting yeah, yeah. uh she finally convinces him uh but they have but uh, so we get kind of their backstory. They're driving through the, through the woods, through the the jungle. Uh, this is also where we end up meeting Anders' home, where they kind of have like this is like their origin meeting, for, uh, yeah. the best way to describe it. So they meet up for the first time, uh, and we learn that the, Anders is uh, Bill Randa. He is a cryptozoologist, and I was like, what is a cryptozoologist? Because I couldn't remember if they even use that term in in the Kong movie. Uh, but it's a person who studies make-believe animals. Like, oh, there's such a thing for this. I guess yeah, it's just yeah, a, really. I'm like, is this a real thing or is this just something they created for the show? My guess is probably they just created it for the show. Uh, but it's a it's a nice little meeting that these three have. Obviously, Lee is not trustworthy, is not trusting uh, Bill at all. He doesn't trust him at all. But for whatever reason, I guess it's because uh, Kiko understands what it is that they're trying to hunt down at this thing. She is trusting of him, so she wants him to come along. Lee is like, nope, don't want anything to do with it, so he takes off. And it's not until he realizes that the the circle of ionic radiation or whatever it is that Bill mentioned yeah. earlier, when he sees that, he's like, oh, there's actually something to this guy. This guy's not just a phony. He's not just trying to... Uh, He's not just trying to, he's not a con artist or anything like that. That's when yeah. he turns around. But when they get to the ship, uh, which is the USS Lawton, uh, we get him getting his cap, which I'm assuming they're they're coming up with the, the they're, they're telling us that they get the name Monarch because of the fact that he has a Kansas City Monarchs baseball cap. Uh, uh, that's got to be it. You yeah. know what? I didn't even hit, I didn't even Yeah, when I saw that KC right. cap, I was like, oh, that's a Kansas City Monarch cap. I was like, I bet yeah. that's. Good, like, good, good call by you. Also, when he was talking about that ship and everyone died, I first thought he was talking about on, on Jaws, if you remember, Quint tells the story of the USS Indianapolis, where it's oh, really? like they all get, they all die because they get right. eaten by sharks. Right. I thought it was going to be, but it was. this is the USS Lawton. I would like to know how they explain, because they said this was off the coast of Pearl, uh, Pearl Harbor, when where the ship was stationed and located, and where it went down, and now it's 5,000 miles away. So I would like to know how it got here, because that's one thing they don't oh, ever I'm, explain. I'm assuming it's the dragon dragged yeah. it. 
I guess it, I mean, yeah, I, that's my assumption, but even the, it looks like it would be a difficult thing for it to drag as well. Because, I mean, it's a big, it's a big, huge yeah. beast, look, dragon looking beast, but it doesn't like it'd be, right. it could drag that thing 5,000 miles without having some difficulty. So, uh, like I said, and like the way it, the hole is at the bottom of it, like, I, I really feel like they're trying to insinuate in this thing that Godzilla attacked this thing. Uh, yeah, that, that was what my first thought as well. So, like I said, I've liked more information about this. I'd like to know some more backstory in this. I don't know that we're ever going to get it, but uh, I would love to have it. But they go investigating inside the USS Lawton. This is where he finds wow. his... Wow. <laughs> Why are you doing this? Uh, obviously, especially he, when he saw that uh, the, that plasma the stuff. Or, yeah, yeah. I'm like, get out of there, man. But you know, people don't learn in these movies. But nevertheless, no, uh, he finds his he finds his personal his Foot Locker where he has that's where he finds his cap that he was wearing in episode one uh, throughout the entire time. Uh, he puts the cap on. Uh, he explains that he was the only survivor of this wreckage and when the ship went down. And when they're starting to backtrack, that's when they notice there is fresh slime or ooze or whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, and you get this great scene where the, they start pounding. The, the sides start pounding, getting pounded inside. Uh, Lee comes in. They have to get they have to get the wreckage off of off of Bill. And that's when the dragon or I guess it is a dragon, but it's, it's a does, dragon, it yeah. doesn't look. I mean, it isn't like a typical right. dragon when we think of dragons. Well, it's not Game of Thrones. No, it's not Game of Thrones dragon, but uh, it emerges and like starts to track them. It, start, it starts coming, hunting them down. I will say this: I was like, "You idiots!" Because they're sitting there at when, once it kind of flew back. It was looking dead at them when they were. I know on. it really was. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I was like, how does it not see it? Does it just have really poor eyesight? Because like he's looking I, I right the same at them. Thing, man. Yeah. Uh, I mean, look, it was a Get cool away, visual. Man. It was a cool visual. It was, it was a cool visual. But, like, uh, I was like, you guys are not safe. Why are you still there? Yeah. Uh, but anyway, like I said, that, I, I was really kind of hung up on that. I was like, he, he's looking right at you. He can see you. But it's a great way to end that section, that mm -hmm. portion of the story. It really was. And I was expecting this to be the end of the episode, but that's when it takes us back to the current timeline, which we need to go ahead and talk about it. Yeah, yeah and I was going to say, uh, I really like the flashbacks. The three actors have really good chemistry oh, yeah. i like all their parts together so it you know flashbacks can be weird sometimes but i'm actually really enjoying their flashbacks yeah i'll be really interested to see how they're going to tie all this together because there's going yeah, to be obviously when we get to the end there's going to be some big reveal that uh, for both ends there's going to be uh, oh absolutely and i don't know sure. what it's going to be because like i said you well, don't, i have a feeling what is lee's the dad oh yeah that's going to probably be one of them that would be my guess as well that lee's the actual dad of hiroshi uh but you don't get Wyatt russell just to have him on for a couple episodes and absolutely there's no not to just work with his dad i mean he would do that but yeah this is a guy on his way up no yeah. way he's doing this for just a couple episodes yeah so we're going to see we're going to get flashbacks throughout the entire season of this thing i feel pretty confident mm -hmm. in, in that so i agree uh but back in the current timeline basically uh monarch uh head headed by tim, tim and by who was the other person that we said I don't duvall remember. duvall they are they are tracking uh they're trying to track down kate and they're trying to track down ken as well because they want they want these files they want to they want to get them uh they also are going after barnes as well so you've got a lot of people who are going that they're <sighs> this is where it gets really confusing because like I don't think Tim is really trying to be a bad guy. He just I don't think he is. And Monarch is, from what I understand, is not a villain in all the other stuff. They're just a government agency. They're they're kind of a shady government agency. And that's yeah. especially if you watch God, uh, Godzilla vs. Kong, 
they're it's like they do a lot of really shady crappy things uh but like they their intentions are good but their methods yeah. are sometimes bad uh, i'm with you though i have a feeling tim is going to end up being a good guy then yeah i, I kind of got that feeling as well now duvall doesn't appear to have no, a whole lot Duvall's of bad <laughs> she doesn't seem to have a whole lot of she wanted to kill the the, the girl yeah so like i said i'll be really interested to see how they do this because that's what kind of what monarch is in in this thing is yeah. they are they're very shady they do a lot of things they, they tow well, that line a lot of times about you know well, and also if you remember they wanted Tim to report this to someone else. He's like, no, nah, I got this. Right, this is mine. It. So he's, you know, holding on this for some reason. Yeah, because he doesn't want everybody to know. So, uh, so they're trying to track them. They're trying to track everybody down. Uh, this is when, uh, and when Barnes r realizes, you know, what these people are really shady. I got to. We need to get out of here. She's talking about getting all these like fake IDs, fake passports. And she, I, I want her backstory. <laughs> I know. Tell me about it. Uh, she's got everything like John Wick style ready to go. She's ready to roll. There is no question about that. Uh, but yeah. she's, she's like, I'm ready to get out of here. Let's, we, we've got to move. We got to get out of here. And this is when one of the number was Kate or Ken that mentions that. Uh, oh, it was Ken because he had the picture of Lee Shaw, and uh, he has that picture, and he did a little research into who it might have been. And this yeah, is when they, yeah. this is when they go to, to, to try to track him down. And this is when we finally get kurt russell his character is introduced in this and like i said i wasn't really sure how they were going to do his character in this like because they're talking about him like he's like decrepit <laughs> if they're going you in this keep thing. calling her barnes she's may oh is it may okay i thought it was barnes yeah she's may okay yeah, I'm, may. I'm getting okay that was another character that i had uh yeah, I'm trying to think who was the Barnes character. There's a Barnes character, and I just don't remember who, who it was. Uh, oh, I bet I know who it was. I bet it was the Barnes character. works with Tim. That's who I'm thinking of. Yeah, Barnes works with Tim. He was she was yeah, the one who like told him the files originally got yeah, opened. May was Ken's Ken's, Ken's former girlfriend. girlfriend, right? Okay, yeah, I get them confused. Yeah, yeah. all who right. Appears Ken had some uh, communication issues. Yes, he apparently had some communications with May. So, uh, but May is getting ready to, you know, they're all taking off. They and she's just kind of, she's just kind of there for for the ride. Yeah, uh, yeah. And this is when Kate and Ken they go to this. Uh, retirement home or whatever you want to call it obviously it's a front for monarch because this is they they have him there for a reason because they don't want him to get out uh but they track him down to the to this retirement home and they start talking to him about what's going on uh lee who's played wonderfully by kurt russell in just these few yeah. moments like i said this is when i started to get really excited about this show because mm -hmm. i was like i was I like this is like it feels like they're getting ready to do some really fun stuff in this thing uh but he's like you know don't talk too loud don't speak up too loudly and may is going around looking at all these bushes she's finding all the surveillance equipment yeah, yeah. uh so I, obviously a lot more stuff going on but uh this is when when lee just cuts uh, play by kurt russell cuts off his anklet throws it into the water and says you got about 60 seconds to decide if we're going to actually do this or not uh and that's where the show ends and i was like okay yeah I, i'm all about this show this this show is great yeah. so far so uh your thoughts thought the same thing man and like i mentioned earlier kurt russell just had he had his you know uh, charisma just out the wazoo he had a twinkle in his eyes like hey i'm cutting this let's get out of here yeah and like i said i'll be really interested to see where they go there it looks like they're going to the arctic uh possibly uh next episode yeah. so uh well, they mentioned something about going to russia at some point maybe that's what it was i know alaska was he missing? The dad was died in Russia. Maybe? They died in Alaska. They died in a ship in Alaska. Alaska. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Okay. So, like, looks like that's where they're headed to uh, for episode three. And I'll be interested what the the uh, 
the past timeline. I'll be interested in what they yeah. what they did because they they went further back in time. They didn't go up in time. They actually they right, started in right. fifty nine, and in episode two they went to fifty three. So I'll be interested to see where and they it go. It definitely feels like we should get a Shaw and um, Bill issues after Kay's death. Yeah, that would be yeah, my so. that would be my my thought as well. So I'll be really interested to see what they what they do with that. So, but yeah, like you said, man, it 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 has. Especially that I'm glad they dropped these back to back. Yeah, because you were you're kind of disappointed you get Kurt Russell, but then when they the way they drop Kurt Russell, you're like, okay, I'm in. Yeah, I, I was the same way. So I'll be really interested to see what they do with all of this going forward. So, all right, uh, shall we do our awards for this week then? Yeah, man, let's do it. All right, let's do some awards. Here on the Main Attraction Podcast, whenever we're covering a season of a television show, we like to co- give out three weekly awards. At first is our Tyrion Lannister, the MVP for the week. Who'd you go with? I'm going with Anna uh, Sawa's Kate. Yeah, I think she is kind of the MVP. What's What's also interesting about this, and this is something I meant to mention when we were covering just the episodes in general, it's... You know, you have Kurt Russell and Wyatt Russell in this, but it doesn't feel like they're the main character of this thing. I know. I know. I was leaning towards Wyatt Russell, but I thought Kate was really good. Yeah. She, she had a lot on her plate and, and did a good job. Yeah, she's the one who seems to be most conflicted in all this, and I thought she did a really yeah. good job. So I was, I'm was, i with you about that. because uh, I have a feeling Kurt is about to take over. Though. Yeah, I kind of feel that way as well. I feel like he's going to be kind of the guy who just steals the show from this point on. So, uh, But she, the, we get two episodes where everybody else kind of gets the time to shine. Yeah. So, uh, Next is the Agatha All Along, the best scene of the week. What would you go with? I think you got to go two back-to-back scenes, and it's at the end of episode two. It's where they escape the boat, yeah. and then you see the dragon, and then the Kurt Russell. Then the Kurt Russell back to back. Yeah, I think I think you're correct about that. That when if you want to give you give one for episode one, I'd go with the scene at the very end where uh, Kiko dies. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was that was a good scene. Uh, but uh, but if I was going overall, I'm with you on that. Uh, the back-to-back but, scenes. Let's be careful on saying the word good. Well, it, it was it was a it was an entertaining scene. Uh, it, yes, there you go. They did frightening. With the, yeah, frightening. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, the, if you come with the king, you best not miss. What's your best line of the week? Uh, it's got to be my man Kurt Russell. You can believe that monarch BS about what happened to your yeah, dad, or we can get out of here right now and find out what really happened to your dad. You got sixty seconds to decide. What's it gonna be? Yeah, that was a good one. I I actually went with in episode one when they were approaching, uh, when they're approaching the the nuclear plant or whatever it is. Uh, Wyatt Russell uh, kind of he he kind of channeled his Han Solo with "I've got a bad feeling about this." I was like, Yeah, he I does. Like, I was like, Are we watching Star Wars at this point? Because uh, I was like, Oh yeah, that sounds a lot like Star Wars. So that's where I, that's what I went with. But I like the one that you have as well. So. All right, rating time here on the Main Attraction Podcast. Uh, we have a five-tier rating system. At the top of our list is a succession. After succession is a lost. Middle of the road for us is friends. Beneath the friends is a full house. And bottom of the barrel for us is Baywatch. What is your rating for Monarch Legacy of Monsters after two episodes? I think after two episodes, it's a good loss. Mm-hmm. But I think this show could get to a succession if it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it, it, I'm with you. It's definitely a loss. I'm not convinced it's a succession just quite yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And look, this is something I meant to talk about earlier, and I forgot to bring it up. Apple has just got, they don't have a ton of stuff in their library, but they're, the, the ratio of high quality content for what they have Seriously. is Seriously. really 
as about as good as it gets. They like I said, they don't have a ton yeah. of stuff. But I mean, look, think about what we've watched recently, like Solo, mm-hmm. Hijack. Uh, you've got Ted I've watched, Lasso. You got Ted Lasso. I've watched a couple episodes of Lessons in Chemistry. Uh, oh yeah, Lessons in Chemistry. Good for all mankind. Is for all mankind's back. I haven't watched any of it yet. I need to watch it. Um, but you're right though. Their their hit rate is pretty good. Yeah, they really is. And then there's that movie that uh, show that hopefully will be coming out in season two. Uh, the show about the people who don't remember what they go to at work. Severance. Severance, uh, which was phenomenal. Yeah, and, and, and here's the no- yeah, it was phenomenal. So here's the question too: Do you see this going on several seasons for this particular show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they could do it if they want to. I mean, because they could. Yeah. I mean, I it, don't... it feels like Kurt Russell's going to die, but you could see them keep going back to the kids and then to the Wyatt Russell part. Yeah, you could definitely do that. So, and they've got, uh, you know, they've got a number of years they could fill in the gaps for, until they get to the next movie in twenty the, the twenty nineteen. Yeah. I, I, I just so. don't see Kurt Russell doing this for five years. Yeah, I can't see him doing that either. Uh, I, I would be surprised. Uh, but look, they can they can work things out. I mean, obviously Wyatt Russell was filming. Uh, Thunderbolts as well while yeah. doing this or he's working about to I'm not really sure how all that works yeah. but I'm not sure how much they have done on that but I guess they probably haven't started now that, no they've no they've done they've done some of the filming think, on that I think they've done that so like I said it's hard to it's they'll they'll figure if he wants to do this and do other things as well they'll they'll figure it out so yeah. alright uh, before we go for this week uh, we would like to give some things that we would recommend so what are some recommendations you have for our listeners Oh man, yeah. So I watched several, several good things. Uh, the Covenant, the uh, movie with Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh, it's a Guy Ritchie movie. It's okay. about a uh, a soldier in Afghanistan that gets saved by his translator, okay. an Afghan translator, and uh, he get, the translator saves him, and then uh, the the soldier gets sent back to the U.S. and he has to go back and get the translator to right. make sure he's safe. So okay. it's really, really good. It's on Apple. I mean, excuse me, it's on Amazon. Uh, the Covenant is the name of the movie. Uh, also, the guys, the comedy duo, the comedy trio, please don't, please don't destroy from Saturday Night Live. They have a movie on Peacock called uh, The Legend of. Uh, God, I, I think it's The Legend of Foggy Mountain. Please don't destroy The Legend of Foggy Mountain. Watch this movie. It is the funniest thing <laughs> I have seen in a long time. Conan O'Brien is in oh, okay. it. Oh, well, do you know these? Have you seen these? Movies not, mm-hmm. They're these young guys that this. They're second. They're like lonely out. They're like twenty something lonely. They have all these funny videos. Okay. They're young guys. It is hysterical. Conan O'Brien is one of their dads. It's on Peacock. I'm telling you, you will laugh. The Legend of Foggy Mountain. It's on Peacock. I'm telling you, you you would want to watch it. Okay. Uh, watch. Quiz Lady. It is a Hulu movie with Aquafina and Sandro and Will Ferrell okay. about a about a woman who wants to be on this quiz show. It was pretty funny. It wasn't as funny as the Please Don't Destroy, but it's it's worth watching. And the last thing I will mention, uh, Blue Beetle is on Max. Uh, HBO Max. Oh, awesome. And I've I've mentioned it to a couple of people, and people were like, "Man, that's pretty good." I'm glad you mentioned that. So I would recommend. It's a great thing to watch over Thanksgiving. So yeah, Blue okay. Beetle on Max. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping they'll put Barbie on Max. And also, I'll mention one. Please don't destroy the Legend of Foggy Mountain. I'm telling you, you will laugh so hard <laughs> if you watch that movie. It, it sounds it sounds like it sounds like fun, so I'll definitely try to check it out when I get a chance. Uh, the only thing I've got for recommendations this week uh, on Friday, Netflix released their anime of uh, Scott 
Pilgrim takes off. Oh, yeah. Uh, did you see Scott Pilgrim? Uh, the oh, yeah. Movie? I loved Yes, absolutely. Uh, if you like, if you like the movie, you'll you'll like this. It is anime, uh, so it's it's definitely different than the original film. But they brought basically every voice actor who was in that one. Uh, they brought them back for this. And I, when you're sitting there watch it, you're thinking the entire time you're like, okay, well this is going to be a retelling of the movie and the the graphic novel in a eight episode format and you're thinking it's just gonna be the exact same thing because they talk about the league of exes just like they do in the movie and in the and in the graphic oh, novel yeah. and then at the end of episode one it takes a significant turn and it's like oh it's not going to be anything like the uh the movie so i would re- highly recommend it i loved it uh on Saturday night after uh, I got done doing a bunch of stuff, uh, I just binged it. It's They're all half-hour episodes, and actually probably about 25 minutes if you uh, take out the introduction all that type of stuff. So you can watch it in about three and a half hours or so. Uh, I, like I said, highly recommend Scott Pilgrim Takes Off. If you saw the original movie, uh, even though it is anime, uh, which I always sometimes have a problem with, it's still really, really good. I've really enjoyed okay. it. That would be my and Edgar one. Wright is doing it, right? I think he produced it. I don't think he did. Okay. I don't know that he did the direction of it because uh, he he was the director of the original film yeah uh, and Edgar Wright is a great filmmaker uh, but yeah, absolutely uh, but like I said I don't think he didn't I don't think he directed this I know he's I know he's involved with it so but I don't remember exactly okay. how so all right other than that I think that about wraps us up this week well, and let me just say one last thing uh, I said the name of that movie wrong it's please don't destroy the treasure of Foggy Mountain. Oh, okay. The whole premise of this movie, they're going to look for treasure. Okay. So it's the treasure of Foggy Mountain. Please okay. don't destroy on Peacock. It's on Peacock. But uh, the other thing I will say, we uh, appreciate you joining us, and we will talk to you next time, and have a great Thanksgiving, everybody. That's right. Have a thanks, great Thanksgiving, everyone. And until next time, may all of your entertainment dreams come true.